Welcome to the Pinch Podcast with Don and Kim. Oh my gosh, Don, I love history. I don't know what it is about history that it just excites me so much to find out all the different things about our background and how we get to know who we are and how we got here and all that good stuff. That's just so exciting to me. But I just don't think we teach enough history in school, not the kind of history that makes people hungry for it. You know what I mean? I would agree with that. I think that the history we teach is a little watered down versions. I don't think it's um, very, it doesn't dive very deep. It doesn't get to the heart of things. And so I think that that's something we need to reflect on. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I mean, you, I mean, to say that it just is the watered-down version is so true because, you know, I did a, um, a survey not too long ago with some high schoolers and middle schoolers and asked them, do they feel that they have enough of their history and culture discussed in the school setting? And they said no. And they essentially said they're tired of hearing about Martin Luther King mm-hmm. and slavery. And mm-hmm. I thought, whoa, that's heavy that they feel that that's all the history reflects when it comes to who they are so I think that that makes it concerning for us especially as black and brown people knowing the history that we have that really should matter in the setting and think about that in context they said I'm tired of hearing about Martin Luther King and slavery so slavery is such a horrible horrible thing and it brings up so much trauma and hurt and pain of people being less and treat it like property. So think about that. And then Martin Luther King, a great man, yes, a brilliant man, yes. He wanted to make change. He was vocal. But what happened to him? So think about those two things in context. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's important that we dig into those aspects of history, but it can't just be the the parts where there's always struggle. I mean, when you think about Martin Luther King, yeah, he was a smart man. He was brilliant. We hear about all of the great things he did, but again, he was fighting during the civil rights movement, a struggle. You know, you think about all the people during, you know, slavery from 1619 to Mm -hmm. where we are now. It's always people fighting. You know, I think we need to make sure that the culture, particularly black and brown culture, has all of the great information that talks about the successes of people along the way. Absolutely. The engineers, the doctors, the um, the teachers who were powerful. And especially now, just think about it. In recent years, I have learned all these things about the race riots in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I am almost 50 years old and just heard of that. Black Wall Street there. Yeah. And all of those professionals, the seamstresses, the doctors, the lawyers, the accountants, mm-hmm. all of those things. And putting that in context with the time that it existed. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, even thinking about you, that reminds me of, you know, the horrific story of, you know, the Devil's Punch Bowl in Natchez, Mississippi. Yes. That story just just ripped my heart out when I thought about how did I not know about all these black people that were tortured and nearly, um, you know, just recreated slavery during Mm -hmm. a time that, you know, Emancipation Proclamation said that we as black people were free, but it almost, I mean, within a breath, almost was recreated in a whole nother area. So those are things that we got to know about because they're going to help us shape 
who we are and how we become even better, better, better people, you know, I better human it, beings. I think it's it will help, too, with reconciliation yeah. of these things. Yeah. When yeah. you act like they didn't happen, how can you reconcile them? Yeah. Yeah, because what are you reconciling if nothing ever happened, right? Exactly right. So that yeah. didn't happen. That's so easy to erase the things that shape people. And I think that brings up another important thing, trust. Yeah. A lot yeah. of these relationships can't grow because they won't be rooted in trust because yeah. there are all those things that still exist out there Yeah, as barriers. Yeah. And yeah. I, I love the way you said... Um, all the, the, the stories of triumph. Think about George Washington Carver yeah. at Tuskegee University and how this former slave came in and he invented all of these things yeah. and he changed the world. Yeah. Yeah. And then the history of Tuskegee, you had all these brilliant people, Booker T. Washington, all these brilliant scholars came through there at the turn of the century. And then the history of the syphilis experience. Yeah. experiment and how that destroyed families yeah. Yeah. and lives so I think in order for us to come to a place of understanding we really have to have a serious talk about history and how we're approaching it in our curriculum yeah and i think a lot of times too you talked about you know george washington carver as a great inventor i don't think we know enough about black and brown inventors Absolutely. you know we talk about um you know all of the things that are important to understanding and getting excited about who we are and what we have created but we don't know enough about black inventors i think the, the curriculum is very eurocentric yes. and i think it, it speaks to things that are safe it doesn't talk about some of the things that people had to go through to get those patents mm -hmm. that made them great inventors and even during that time they couldn't even get patents a mm -hmm. lot of black people couldn't even get patents so you had to uh, rely on either the slave or plantation owner getting that patent and if they were trustworthy, they That's would right. give you something off of it. Otherwise, it became an invention that they created. So I think a lot of the history that we have is not the depth and truth of all of the history because all of these inventions weren't created by white people. Some of this That's stuff is created by powerful and smart and brilliant black people that we may live our whole lives and not even get to know because they're not anywhere in the history books. I mean, they're starting to come out more now, but it's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. And I think you pointed on another thing. I think black people became masters of invention because they were working so hard. Yeah, How yeah. to help me get my work done. Yeah. You know, they had so much to do. And I think when you get down to it, like the washing machine, the board, the washing board, and evolve into the washing machine and some of the other things that I know. Hot comb. How yeah. can we do our hair efficiently and things like that? Um, necessity is the master of invention. Yeah, it? absolutely. No. Absolutely. I think about Sarah Boone and the ironing board. Oh, yes. who, was, who else was ironing? Sarah was doing it ironing. She's yes, like, she I, was. Need, yes. I need some help, y'all. <laughs> so I need something to help me get this done right. I know. So she needed to come up with a way to figure it out. And, you know, and a lot of times, oh. especially with our kids today, we've got to really push the idea of innovation and entrepreneurship yes. because those things are 
waning and we don't even know the power we have to create and be creative because we're teaching our kids so much to be convergent thinkers that here is an here is a problem here is the one answer that can solve it what happened to the idea of many solutions right. many ways to figure things out and I think our kids are a little bit lazy for and lack crippled. of a better word than uh, than they need to be when it comes to solving problems so we gotta we gotta get them out here thinking more so they can do more and build more and that is especially important in this age of COVID it's gonna change the game yeah, yeah and I think yeah. that our children that are in classrooms now they're going to be in a space where they're gonna have to create their own destiny so yeah, this idea yeah. of invention and entrepreneurship why it, it's not new yeah. We haven't focused on it enough with children and, and encourage them to be big thinkers. No, 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 no. And we need to be able to do that. And I think it's so beautiful when I see and read little articles or stories about these little kids that are seven and eight years old that are entrepreneurs and they come up with these, you know, lemonade stands or they mm -hmm. come up with this fresh fruits that they want to try to market out here or they create their own hand um scrubs and mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. That is so cool to me. So we've really got to fan those kind of fires so that our kids understand that they have the capacity, the ability to come up with lots of things because look how much access they have now compared right. to, you know, all those years ago. They have access to the internet. They can figure out how to do things productively, how to be yes. more creative. Packaging. Kids are so creative. They can get on the, on the internet or on the computer and create all kinds of cool graphics to yes to package their products. So I think we need to really focus on what else we can do to make sure that our kids are getting everything they need to be successful in the, the uh, innovation and entrepreneurship uh, arena. You've been listening to The Pinch Podcast with Don and Kim. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform.